John Malone. You're listening to Faces Radio. Hey, save it for the show. Don't you want to feel the daybreak? Don't you want to know the way? To let that light shine back in your heart again. And I, I know you're set in stone. You're gonna wind up on your own if you ever find your place in this world. I know you played your part. I sing it from your heart But it's easier to read And I, I know you know the score Was it really such a chore To help me find the day And I, I know you're set in stone You're gonna wind up on your own If you ever find your place. How'd that sound? All right? Yeah. Yeah, Sounds good. good. Okay, good. Sounded so good, I was almost like, well, let's just lead in with that, too. (laughs) (laughs) Did you record it? it? You could just fade in. I did. I mean, I recorded it. Right. That's what I was thinking. So do you want to start or do you want to take a break? I'm ready to start. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to take a break. Well, we haven't yeah. even started yet. I thought we already started. We no, kind of did. We were we were like sound checking and then. But now we can start. Now we're ready to start. Sorry, All right. if it's kind of hot in here. I got the hey, got the AC cranked, but you can see how small that little unit is. So uh, like a dot com or something. Where are we? Cyber world. This is no dot com. This well, is it, not, it is a dot. It is a dot com, I guess. This is a podcast, so. We're recording now, and uh, you can find it at twofacesradio.com. See? And uh, so it is, it is a dot com. com. <laughs> but you can find it on iTunes. But you can also get it on iTunes for free. It'll just download to your uh, iTunes cool. library. That is awesome. You can put it on your iPod. You can listen to it whenever you want. There you go. I'm going to put it on right? my iPod, man. You should. Yeah. You yeah, should. Sure. And listen to it. I don't have an iPod. I just have a shuffle. So it's just a little post-it thing. Well, this might, it might it take on? up your whole shuffle. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's no. like an hour long. All right. Well, let's go. You want to do this thing? Yeah, I'm ready to go. We're ready to start it up. I mean, he, we're always recording. We always got always got things running. All right. Well, welcome back to Two Faces to Radio. To Two Faces Radio. Here we are. This is uh, Tuesday, July. Uh, sorry, June. What are we? Twenty fourth, twenty ninth today. I I have no idea because I'm out of work. <laughs> I teach school, and once I'm off, that's it. I don't worry about the date. So we got Tuesday, June twenty ninth. Are you guys out of work, or are you kind of never out of work? Uh, we are always out of work, yeah. and then on weekends we have parties. Right. We've never been we charge drunk. people for them, though. Never been drunk. Never been so sober. that's work. If you're getting paid, it's work. Ira hates it when I do big teasing-type intro, so I'm not going to do it. You're just okay. going to announce who, I'm just who going was here? Straight for the straight for the throw. we got the boys from Driving and Crying in here, and this is a uh, local legend in the Atlanta area, Georgia, I guess. And... Um, it's a band that we, uh, when Ira and I started doing this podcast a little over a year ago, 
You guys were one of the bands that. Oh, we're way up on our list when we were thinking of who we got to get. Can I in. take the potato sack off my head now? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Because <laughs> I have no idea where the fuck we are. Where am <laughs> I? <laughs> um, yeah, so here we are. We got the guys in. It took about a year to get you guys in I here, I would say. We did have to kidnap them and bring them in. <laughs> that was the only way it was going to happen. All right. We won't, we'll, uh, we'll save all that videotape of all the nastiness for later. So, surprise, you're in a shitty uh, podcast studio <laughs> over here on the West End side of Atlanta. Cool, a little different than Good Day Atlanta, huh? Not quite the same. Yes. But I bet the, buff, the buffet's better. That's right. I'm, uh, digging the, I'm digging the deli platter. That's right. <laughs> Beer. Vibe's a little cooler over here. You don't have it. You know. I, I, I man, I'm digging it. The suits aren't pushing you around. No. Going. Cut this song down to two minutes. We got to go to a uh, yeah potato chip commercial here in a second. There you go, yeah. or a lead-in. Not that I want to disparage any potato chip companies for sponsoring potato us. Chips. No, any any potato chip companies want to sponsor us? Go ahead. I think one of our er, one of my earliest influences in the music business was the Shadows of Night. Did they had a um, they had a forty five on the potato chip box. You could buy in uh, one as kids. One potato, two potato, three potato, four. Five potato, six potato, seven potato, more potato chip. Yeah, potato chip. I had that. Yeah. Lenny K, man, he put that on the nuggets. Pebbles. Yeah. Shadows, the shadows of night, man. Lenny, Lenny K put that on the Pebbles record. That yes, seems like did. something Tim I would remember. That. You remember that, Timbo? Right. Uh, of what, Nuggets? This is great because I get Pebbles. the sense that this could be one of those shows where we could just throw a word out, you know. Oh, yeah. And you guys got a song for sure. it. Or you could think of something, some kind of connection. And that's Well, you know what? Great. We, well, we started off with some pretty deep. Our connection is Nuggets. You know, the, if, we, <laughs> if we have the uh, Nuggets, uh, if you guys know what that is. The, the real Nuggets. Uh, the um, compilation of psychedelic tunes put okay. together by Lenny K from the Patty Smith group. Yeah. Okay. And that's kind of how we our, our, we kind of met through, you know, he likes songs from Nuggets, I like songs from Nuggets, you know. Really? There you go. So it was pretty I cool. I thought Kevin was from the Nuggets. When yes. <laughs> and you didn't want to call yourselves driving in Nuggets. I uh, know. We were, uh, we, yeah, we didn't know what we were going to be called. <laughs> well, so let's, let's start right there where we are just for a brief second. Uh, see, so you structure. That's why I have him here. <laughs> Brings us back right. down to earth. You two... Tim, we got Tim on base here. By the way, let's let's yes. make our uh, announcements. Well, in here. we also we, have Tim Butler, our guitar our player, third face. And our third face. Yeah. Oh, there he goes. Oh, he's back. There he is back here. He's back there. So we've got a lot of people in the studio today. Of course, my name is Brian McClenning. That's Ira Malkin. I don't think I mentioned that off the top here. We've got Tim on base. We've got Tim, our guitar player uh, from <laughs> Ton of Honey, and our third face in the back there. We've got Kevin Kinney on guitar and vocals, and we have a whole Dave lot of stuff. Dave. Dave on drums, Dave and Johnson. we've also got Ken, Ken Green. Green is in here. He's back. There. He doesn't want to get on mic, but uh, oh wait, were we not supposed to mention that you were here? Owner, Ken? manager. Do you have an alibi? <laughs> Help this all get put together. <laughs> or he has an alibi now. He's got an alibi. Yeah. So if there's anybody to blame in this whole thing, okay, we'll all blame Ken. Um, okay, we, we can do that later in if the. If you van. guys have a great time, yes, it's, it's all due to us. If you guys. Are miserable when you walk out of okay. here. It's Ken's fault. Ken. Absolutely. <laughs> well, Ken, no, thanks really for uh, yeah, seriously, getting this man. whole thing together, man. This well, is great. <laughs> I wish I, I w- <laughs> the finger wave. The finger came out. I wish I would have brought a lamp with me. Usually, when I do folk shows, yeah, I go to the Goodwill and I buy a lamp before the show. Sometime during the day on the, my travel, I wake up in the morning, 
got a folk show in whatever it was, Birmingham or whatever. I go to a Goodwill, I find a lamp, I buy the lamp, I put it on stage of me. Yeah. And, and if I like the club, huh. I leave the lamp. Leave, leave oh. the get a lamp. Oh, man. So then you would know. You so would know if I left the lamp, you would say, like, okay, he's going to be back. He liked us. Yeah. He'll be back. If I take the lamp, then that's it. Not so good. That's the last back. time we saw you? Yeah, pretty much. Shit. Do you ever use the that's lamp pretty good two nights in a row? Yeah. Well, this is a bad sign for us. He didn't even yeah. bring a fucking <laughs> lamp. We weren't even worthy of bringing a lamp. Right. Well,. You guys want to start out with a song? You want to get right down to a song off the top? You guys have a new album. It's still a new album, right? Yes, great. it is. It's whatever happened to the Great American? But feel free to play factor. whatever you want while you're here. You can do as many tunes as okay. you want. We could play some old blues. We could we could do whatever you want. Yeah, if you're like you know, you two guys need to shut up for a few minutes. Let us play a song. Shut we'll, us we'll up. S- we'll play a song that we all know. All let's, right, and then we'll, let's do and that. Then we'll play Stump the Band later. <laughs> um, this one's called Whatever Happened to the Great American Bubble Factory. Awesome, good tune. We'll do the folk version of it. I'm sitting there at the Dollar Tree one afternoon with my granddaughter. Yep, granddaughter, that's right. And I'm looking at these bottles of bubbles that we're about to buy. And I'm standing in line. I mean, I stood in line for probably 10 minutes. Can't people bring dollars to the Dollar Tree? But trying to use their debit card for their Dollar Tree experience. I miss the old days. I miss the old days when you just needed dollars at the Dollar Tree. Well, I'm looking at these bubbles, and these bubbles are made in the great country of China. And I thought to myself, hey, Olivia, these bubbles came all the way from China. Some little factory. Now, she's only five years old, but there's probably somebody about 11 years old making these bubbles for her. I don't know. And these bubbles came in a truck all the way to the docks of China. Around the Horn of Africa to Savannah, Georgia. Loaded on a truck and brought right here to Atlanta, Georgia to the Dollar Tree. And I thought to myself, can't they make bubbles in Georgia anymore? Tennessee, Alabama. Maybe you can make TVs better over there, but I bet we can make bubbles again. If you can make it there, why don't you make it here? Be a part of that great red riding
great American, great American factory. Whatever happened to this great American world? Made in China, made in Thailand, made in Taiwan, made in Bangladesh, made in Mexico, made in Japan. Can make it here. Why don't you make it here? There you go. All right. Nice. There you go. Yeah, that that is a killer tune, man. Did you like that's that one? <coughs> Love it. Well, we couldn't bring the horn section. I was, well, that's what I was about to bring up. You know, I, I saw you at the Tabernacle. What was it over Christmas? Oh, you did Thanksgiving yeah. or when was that? Christmas. It was Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, Day yeah, after yeah. Christmas. And you guys brought out the horns. It was just for that tune, and then you did that version of 515, yeah, right? Yeah, the who. That's right, which I was like, holy shit. I don't think I've ever heard anybody cover that. <laughs> no, not that <laughs> it one. It was pretty cool. That or if strong. I have, it wasn't like that. <laughs> yeah, that band, that band, The Heap, that opened for us that yeah. night. That was their which, horn section. I think I missed them. This Brian Howard. Me and Dave and Brian Howard had a band called the Sun Tangle Angel Revival. Yeah. And then so Brian Howard ventured off. Yeah. It, and it's a... Uh, Horn section and a fuzz bass and a regular bass, couple drummers. Horn section. They're amazing. They're opening for us in Hilton Head. No, sure. or, no uh, Charleston. Uh, Charleston. Oh, uh, the wind, the windjammer. The windjammer. Uh, I saw you there. They're doing Friday and Saturday with it. Friday, oh, really? Cool. The whole band's playing. Then Saturday, just the horn section. I no, saw fuzz you there. bass and a regular bass, huh? It's pretty, it's pretty awesome. Wild. The Awesomeness. the uh, the older that I get. The harder it is to start sort of – I don't have the time to, like, sit and listen to music as much as I used to when I was a kid, you know? And you know how, like, when you're a kid, you've got these albums that connect you to places in time. You know, you hear that album, and it brings you right back. And I went to um, the Isle of Palms. My wife and I went to the Isle of Palms a couple summers ago. The Isle of Palms. The Isle of Palms. Very fancy. And actually, we were camping out the first night. And uh, we got the local paper and found out that you guys were playing. Went over to the Windjammer. Checked out the show, bought um, Broken Hearts and Auto Parts, oh, and yeah. also got the live CD. And that live CD now, it's created one of those things. Like, I listen to that disc, and All I'm right. like back in the Isle of Palms that <laughs> night. And it was it's one great, of those, huh? You know, yeah, and it's great because I don't feel like that happens as much to me anymore. Like, you know, I said, like, the older wow. that I get. So it's cool to have something newer. Well, thank you. Work like that. Yeah, it's a great album, and it was yeah. a great show. Thank you, man. Yeah, the Broken Hearts Auto Parts record, that was me and Tim and Mac. This is the same band that made Bubble Factory. But okay. we made it on... Uh, and Dave. It was Dave, Johnson, Mac, me and Tim. Right. And the same band. This is, this is our first... <laughs> Don't we tell made, well, we did the But we did that record. We did that record in Hoboken, New Jersey. Okay. And we made it like two months before 9-11. Like we were going underneath the World Trade Center every day to okay. go to work. Is that the PATH? The PATH train, yeah. Really? So... Uh, that went so well that uh, we went into the studio to make de- demos, the songs that are on Bubble Factory. Yeah, yeah. And from that, we're like, well, we should, you know, while we're fired up, let's keep doing it. Let's keep going. Yeah, it was yeah. fun. And then th- we started a 9-11 hit that day. So, well, okay. Yeah, so that I, day I we started our demos. So. <laughs> we were talking about that before I you guys showed up. Hold. So that that is what happened. So some of these songs on this album stem from that. Session. Yeah, a couple of them. Um, um, the hardest part and um, uh, train wreck. Yeah. In Detroit City. In Detroit, Detroit City. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's a great which tune. Is, which are great yeah, rock a great and roll tune, song. Yeah. 
Oh, that's the first tune on the record, right? That's the first one, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, great way to open it up. Yeah, yeah it opens up a little bit like, um, you know, it's a tribute to Detroit Rock City yeah, band. Yeah. So it's opens. it sounds a little bit like uh, it's uh, Stranglehold. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, da, da. Yeah, it's great. It's Not a... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally. If you line them, nice. if you line them up next to each other, yeah, yeah, that is the Detroit Madman. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Yeah, yeah that's right. That's a, it's a great album, by the way. You know, let's just start with that. I mean, you know, how many years since you guys had last recorded as Driving and Crying? We made a record in. Uh, called Driving and Crying. We actually started off making these 45s with this guy called Cosmo Vinyl who used to, uh, was the guru of the Clash, kind of like... He was like their manager and yeah. toured with them. And yeah. And art director or whatever. Are you talking way, way back? Are you talking... This is like 1997 oh, okay. or 8. Well, yeah. Well, yeah we, our deal was 96 and 97. 96, yeah, yeah, yeah. 97, yeah. Okay. okay. And that was the last record that we made together. Okay. We, last wow. album that we made together. It was yeah, and we did that with him. And it started off as a bunch of singles for Clay Harper, uh, you know, owns Fellini's, and yeah. he was in the Coolies. I know Matt Harper, and yeah, pretty well. So he had a um, little label and a studio. So we were doing these forty fives, right. and then we decided, you know, did like two of them, and then make an album. Huh. And then the, then we opened up for Jason and the Scorchers up uh, up in New York, and uh, the guy from Premier Booking was there and invited us to open for the Who. Whoa, on the Quadrophenia tour, so oh, we op- that that's really all we did on that for that record. <laughs> was all that we could afford to do, but yeah, we opened for the Quadrophenia. Oh. So we got and that's when you like two hundred dollars. We got like two hundred dollars a night. Pete Townsend, two hundred dollars yeah. a night. That's it. But we got but but they gave they us. They were opening like, for the Who, man. Yeah, you get, yeah, they yeah. got some money. <laughs> Reach into those pockets, Pete. <laughs> they had a pretty big entourage there. Yeah, true. But they gave us tickets to the show every night. Huh. They which was great. We got and we watched it almost. I think we watched yeah, it every night. Every Wow, we you know it was, our tickets were always maybe sometimes <laughs> yeah. fifth row and sometimes twentieth row or that is pretty sick, right? It was worth it. And so that's that, that's the last. Did you get to hang made. with those guys at all? No, no, uh, not even. I think close? you could. Not really. I mean, the last night we played with them, Pete Townsend was like, "Heard your songs on the radio today, man." Heard you your know. songs on the radio today. It was kind of a fun thing because <laughs> we started nice. with them in Montreal, and. And nobody knows who we were in Montreal. Yeah, and then right. we did like Boston area, New York area, Jersey, you know. And then as we started getting down south, people, <laughs> yeah. more and more people knew Honeysuckle Blue and Straight to Hell. And by the time yeah, we right. hit like Orlando, they're like, "Who are you?" <laughs> you know, like, wait a second, shit. If we were open up for the Who, I probably would have gotten a, like a uh, you know restraining order against me at some point. <laughs> and we, and yeah, Daltrey's voice was still kicking ass by then. I mean, it, sure. yeah, it's he keeps it. It's it's pretty good. He's he struggling at now. the Super Bowl a little bit. But he's, but I think, uh, I mean, last shit, he's sixty five or sixty six, probably something. His he's style of singing is his style of singing is very difficult to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's a belter. Yeah. You know, he rocks it out. Screamer. He's a screamer, and so I, I was just when you were saying vocals. before you had the same lineup now as when you recorded Broken Hearts and Auto Parts, but that's a Kevin Kinney record. Yeah. So, how did that work? Was it, was that just because those were songs you had written and you hadn't worked with the band on them and they just... Well, I think what happened was I was going to make a folk record. Okay. And then somehow we we had taken some time off and then I was made a folk record and we played somewhere and I was... And I, 
And then at the last minute, I thought, you know, why don't you guys just come up? And we'll see what happens. Right. Maybe yeah. I'll record with people. So it was really a great. With. It was great because there wasn't any pressure, and we all that record is recorded in a huge studio room, all live. Like yeah, yeah. everything's live except the that. vocals. Like even the saxophone solo is live. Really? You know, you hear me go solo. Like <laughs> I, I'm like I'm, I'm like solo. solo. <laughs> and that means like I'm actually telling him go do a solo. So. That's cool. Well, that's a great record. I mean, and along with all your, you know, obviously all your other stuff already, um, all the success you guys had already had. We could play a song from that record. You want to hear a song from yeah, that record? Yeah, sure. This Let's song's do it. Because this is like an early driving and crying song that we used to do. Yeah. And it was a, one from my band, The Prosecutors, and it was on the first driving and crying like demo yes, record. Me. It's called Yes, That's Me. Cool. <laughs> okay? Yeah. Some see just a cigarette in the ashtray But I see a Philip Morris man I'm standing there with his pockets bulging A chain smoking over dying men I say I do what I want to do And I go where I want to go And I'll be who I want to be And I'll see I wanna see, yes, that's me. Yes, that's me. You drive the same road to work each day. Did you ever stop to wonder how it got there? I'll tell you once, so you don't hear twice. A thousand laborers working night and day. I say, I do what I wanna do. I go where I want to go And I'll see what I want to see I'll be who I want to be Yeah, that's me Yes, that's me So bow your head and make your grace Thank the good Lord who's filled this plate but think of the farmer, the working man, the women and children who work his land. I say, I do what I want to do, and I go where I want to go. I'll be who I want to be, and I'll see what I want to see. Yeah, that's me. Yes, that's me. Go. Impromptu like as well. There you go. I love it. That's hey, what I listen, like. When you're tired of listening to our voices, you just That's tell right. us to shut up <laughs> and play a song. This is your show, guys. Listen, there's a yeah, probably like thank so God. My favorite. Well, if I let the, if I, if I, if I, you know, yeah, if I let the moment go, I'll forget. Right, my and then we'll never get back to it. Yeah, we'll never absolutely, because this this is how it works. It just goes off in tangents. Yeah, but I gotta say this. My favorite quote. I love your secret formula of uh, songwriting. Yes. That you have uh, where uh, – I, I just wrote it right down where you said, all my songs are about girls or America or both. 
Right. The girl is usually America, or America is the girl. <laughs> right. One of the two. There you go. Perfect. So I, I felt a little bit like, ooh, let's see. If I could just write one song about America, I could say the same thing, too. That's there right. There you go. I think all of mine are about girls. But, um, That's true. So Which means you're writing about America, It just makes man. you seem the, yeah, a little bit that deeper. makes you a real American. It's it's also I love well, I love gets you whole... out of a stink of, of like the girl looks at you and goes Did you write that about me? And <laughs> right, go, oh, uh, baby, that's about America. America, come God, on, <laughs> what's the matter? What? But when it's your wife, you say, "Of course, baby." It's all they're all about. It's you. all, all the love songs. Right. Yeah, I, I love that. I love that you were able to look at your own kind of songs and kind of sit back and and come up with that little thing. And then <clears> it, it made me start thinking about your songwriting. And the thing that I think. I figured out that I kind of really like about your songwriting is um, now. Do you do all the lyrics for the band, or do you guys all yeah, participate in there? I mean, we yeah, we adjust. Tim adjusts. Okay, helps like, out. I, I get a word music. in nowadays. Yeah, <laughs> now just a word. Where he goes, I Why need don't something you here, but yeah. to maybe. Um, I write a couple of verses. But I've noticed. I think that the thing I really like about your songs is I feel like most of the songs, at least that I know, I feel like you're sort of dropped in the middle of the song like you're dropped in the middle of the story with the song it, it's not like here's here's the beginning here's the middle here's the end it kind of just throws you into the middle of it and you have to sort of figure things out as you go along and I, I just love any artist who has songs that make you think a little bit well when it's poetry and, yeah and uh, so I really like that I, th- I think that's kind of what I have sort of figured out about your song yeah I don't have a lot of like uh well, I'm working on it. I'm trying to write songs like, you know, like country. Me and Tim have been listening to country music, you know, trying to yeah. write like. But those songs all start out. They're very linear. You know, yeah. They're all very like, well, I woke up on right. a September morning. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you got to put something about and, your old truck you know, and, and your then, dog. And, then, and, and, you know, and a car won't start again. I kicked the wheel, you know. Right. Yeah. It's all very. But see, even that, very, though, well, that you don't really, you're good. already in the middle of the story. Been, <laughs> see, it's good, right? That might have been a little bit too good. I this, <laughs> is like, this is like Seinfeld. Am I being funny Tone now? it down a Let bit. Let me try it again. Am I writing a bad song yet? Let me try it in my country. All right, my go ahead. All right. Ready? Yeah. a bad country song. Let's go. Yeah, go you got to base it on like a bumper sticker. Yeah. That's right. Boogers. See, I would buy that. That's a hit. That's gonna be huge. That's the children's record right there. <laughs> nope, nope. Boogers not. on the shoes, booger on my pants, booger on the wheel, and all that. That might be too good. That's, see, that's, that's still, still too good. good. It's still that's too, still good. too <laughs> good. You're too good, man. That's the problem. There's, okay, we'll try to. Try to dumb it down a bit, I guess. All right, right, right. Yeah. My baby was sitting watching Tesla. <laughs> oh, come oh, on. No, no. Oh, no wait. Oh, what? Did you see my Tesla bumper stickers? <laughs> <laughs> what it was? Oh, there it is. <laughs> yeah. Well, I met her at a Tesla concert. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's pretty good because that's the beginning of the story. I met her at a Tesla concert. I met her at a Tesla concert. That would be awesome. And and they broke up because they did, uh, what's the song? What was it? Signs. Signs. They do signs. 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 Everywhere. Signs. Right? They do signs. Yeah. And they they get in a huge argument and break up because she swears that Tesla wrote that song. That's and right. He's like, he goes, no. They didn't. It's five Man like, Acoustical Jam. No, they didn't jam. write that song. That song was written by, uh, who's it written five, by? Uh, five Man. Five Man Electrical Band. Electrical yeah, Band. Like yeah. Like, and right. then they have a That's huge right. fight and they break up when she goes home with the bass player. Oh, come on. I want to finish when this she song goes to, right now. She goes home with the, the bass player for Britney Fox. They were opening up. Because they were opening. All right. And they only opened because they heard that they had, Tesla heard that they had made it to the round of, you know. That's right. 
uh, what would that be? The the second round in in our hair metal madness That's tournament. That's right. So. I want to finish that song right now. Come on. Okay. You guys want to work that work one up? We'll Let's go. We'll have to figure it out. <laughs> Driving and Before you leave here today. 2011 we're... started here, folks. That's right. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're trying to work on a country album. So, all know. right. So how's the whole... Because um, all of our friends are huge country artists all of a sudden. Like who? So what the heck is going on? Who, who's a big well, country like, artist? You know, like Darius. Sugarland. That's, yeah, right. that's right. Yeah. Sugarland. Yeah, Sugarland. Yeah, she was a Zach Brown. Zach Brown. Zach Brown. <laughs> we had uh, surrounded by number one country artists. I know it's crazy. Would it kill them to cover one of our songs? <laughs> <laughs> Send a little publishing uh, money our bastards. way. <laughs> Somebody can cover "Straight to Hell." <laughs> hey, we did that's that once. Tune. I, I mean, no, that? we didn't. <laughs> um. So, how's the whole thing? You guys are getting. This is how many years you guys have been together? Twenty, twenty-five. What is it? 25 years. 25, in, uh, 25 years? October, September, yeah. And you guys? You have to ask John Kincaid from WREK. He, he knows it. He knows everything about you. Well, and that's why he Eric's exactly doing the documentaries. And, the... Yeah, and you've got Eric Von Hessler, what, who's been a guest on the show, and yeah. he's documenting your uh, 25 years, correct? Or he's documenting now as a 25-year retrospective thing. How's that going? Has that been weird for you guys to have the cameras falling around that much? or No, we're kind of getting used to it. Yeah. Um, well, it's we started out with Eric. Um, we did a, a video for IC Georgia, right? Like, yeah. a, like a rock video, like um, that you would. We've seen see it. On it's on M- YouTube. Seen it. Yeah, you would see on MTV twenty years ago. But yeah, uh, I know. But yeah, he's been following us around. He keeps showing up. And <laughs> you haven't kicked him out yet. And uh, you know, trying to get get some get some dig up some old dirt and wounds and start yeah. some controversies. Has, has he got? Has that been okay for you? you? Oh. Yeah, we're you know, sorry. We're, I love it. Yeah. Do you? It's fine, yeah. We're keeping him guessing. I've seen some of the... He posts some of the stuff, I guess, like here and there, I guess, raw, well, some unedited the footage. footage. And uh, there has been some pretty good stuff. Um, a good little show that you guys did. Where's the show where you guys were, where you were like, did you get that on tape? That girl hugged me. Nobody ever hugs me or something. The hot girl never... <laughs> <laughs> See, I didn't even know about that. You didn't uh-huh. know about that? Well, it's on now tape. You gotta go and back. you wanted it on tape, apparently. <laughs> okay, well... There's a hot glad, chick comes up here. and, and yeah. hugs hugs Dave and uh, and he like turns to the camera. He's like, "Did you get that? Did you see that? See, she was hot. <laughs> <laughs> she hugged me." <laughs> oh, it never goodness. happens. And it's now I gotta go watch that. One. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, you know, it, it kind of one thing I was a little bit minorly disappointed in is just oh. Mac. We actually have a connection to Mac, the guitar player. Yeah, and and so I was excited about that. But um, he was in the band, the brand new Immortals. Oh, really? And yes, uh, we actually Harris. we actually did a show with those guys, and I did not know. That's but our connection. We did a show with those guys down at the Hard Rock Cafe yeah. um, for a Thanksgiving benefit. So I had I had realized that, and I was like, oh wow, that's kind of well, cool. We have like a, a mini connection. Moment. Speaking of the video and the song for I See Georgia, you kind of started writing that song down here. You had the idea to write that song down here at Fontaine's, did you say? Yeah, did well, I see you that know, yeah, I was sitting around. I was listening to the two uh, this. Um, um, I ain't never gonna change, you know, Jason Isbell, the dri- drive-by truckers. From the drive-by truckers, yeah. yeah. Ain't never gonna change. And I was just thinking about, like, how the truckers all have all these Alabama songs. Right. You know, I was sitting there listening to this, like, they got a lot of songs about Alabama. Yeah. So I, so I thought, you know, I need to write a song. hometown pride. So I took a little, yeah, I, I was like, I'm gonna do a, try to write a, uh, a song about Georgia. Yeah. And, you know, it's a, so. Yeah. Cool, but then I had the little riff in there about a band because I saw I heard a band do Honeysuckle Blue. You know, I've heard a couple bands do it, but they're always the you know the 
Yeah, yeah. So, but but I, I I've heard bands go like. <laughs> so so that so that thing where I go like do do I see Georgia every time I hear that song. Do you remember how it goes? <laughs> <laughs> so that's an that's inside right. thing. That's a tribute yeah. to the to the to, to the, the cover bands to the cover up. bands yeah. that do that. Yeah, right. awesome. yeah. because <laughs> <That's laughs> I, I, I and Mac are both playing different parts. If you notice, like we're right, both doing our right. own version of what someone would do. What somebody if would they're trying to screw that up. Blue. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's awesome. Funny, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, that obviously you know <laughs> has anybody ever gotten that with that? Yeah, who would. That's, that's that just would be you. pretty that's deep. That's a great one, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. I get it. Yeah. But we try to make sure we don't do those songs anywhere near close together at the, in the shows. So Right, so nobody's like, hey, wait it'll, a minute. If we should you stop it, bringing them together. See if it, anybody catches yeah, them. It'll, it'll, it'll we should go from I See Georgia into Honeysuckle yeah. Blue. It's, yeah, it's hard to play Honeysuckle Blue after you've done it. Yeah. You can't do it. Well, Honeysuckle Blue is one of those tunes. I mean, when I, you know, we're not from down south. Actually, you're now living... Where yeah, you switched it up on us. We're from. I'm from Connecticut. He's from Jersey. Oh, there you go. And um, when I first moved here, you, you know, I, I don't know how you are about the '80s songs. You know that you guys had some hits. You almost could have been on this wall. In this that tournament. was '91. Yeah, was yeah. that '91? Like that was '91. You, you were a little close. late. We now. were very close to being on that wall. Yeah, I was looking, and when I came in, I was like. Mm. <laughs> but I remember when I was, you know, I was listening to you guys it when all does. this stuff. I was still listening to all this stuff. Oh yeah. sure, and it was. You know, yeah, we had a hair head. metal video. Yeah, for Fly Me Courageous, absolutely. right? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty cool. <laughs> and Build a Fire was a was Build a, a yeah. Fire. Yeah, Build a Fire was a big one too. This is the first time I ever got recognized in New York City. Was I was in this store called Cheap Jacks, and this guy came up to me. And goes, he said, must have seen the video. He goes, hey man, you're the, you're the guy from that video, uh, Start a Fire. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Start a Fire. <laughs> And what did you say? No, we didn't start nah. the fire. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and also Joey Joey Ramone once was he played they played the center stage. Yeah, he goes, he says, "Hey Kevin, Pizza Door has a new magazine out, and she wants me to write for it. I was thinking of doing an article on you. I love your new record, Fly Me Outrageous." <laughs> it's like, thank you, Joey. Yeah, thanks, Joey. That's that's almost <laughs> one, two, three, four. Yeah. That's almost John Travolta too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like you're dancing the line between Joey yeah. Ramone and John Travolta from like Welcome Back Carter. Yeah. That's pretty good, Joey. Don't yeah. hit my head. <laughs> hey, this is right. what he does. He hits my head. That's right. Um, yeah. So you almost could have been on the wall. So you had the '80s stuff, and I knew you from that from back in Connecticut. And then when I moved down here in about '95, you know, I hadn't been hearing about you guys for a few years, I guess, up there. And then I moved down here, and you guys were like on the radio all the time and I was like wow this is wild and I don't even think I had ever put two and two together you were from Georgia and then I moved down here I never did Honeysuckle Blue was huge and I started hearing Straight to Hell and that definitely schooled me a little bit and made me realize wow yeah these right. guys are more than just well at the time you know that almost got lumped in <laughs> <laughs> I mean I was listening to this stuff and then you know Flame and Courageous came out and then the Crows you know uh, yeah. second album came out at the time Southern and I remember I right. wanted I was thinking about moving down here. I was like, God, there's all this great music coming from the Atlanta area, you yeah. know, and, and Georgia itself. And I mean, that's we both pretty much had the same idea because of bands like you and the Crows, and yeah. even like Colonel Bruce and all those guys were, oh, were kind of sure. hitting it at the time. And yeah. yeah, there just seemed to be so much the cool, horde tours like, real, real rock here. and roll coming from down here. You yeah. Know? Well, the yeah. rock infused with the soul. Well, welcome. You know. 
Well, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I bet you're regretting it when you We're walk outside. Now it's 98 <laughs> degrees oh outside. God. Yeah, I can't take right. this heat. Well, but see, I hate the cold, so I'm fine. Well, I'd rather go. be sweating you know, you bullets than shoveling snow. That whole time so, period for you guys, were you guys pushed into that? You know, were you guys pushed with, like, producers and, like, was it the driving and crying machine at that time or? Yeah, definitely a little bit. There was a little bit of it. There's a little bit of that, but there's also a little bit of the kitschiness of it. It was like, what the hell, man? We're about, you know, Island Island had made records for for us. We did we did Whisper Tames the Lion. Yeah, then we did title, Mystery though. Road. Then they gave me a solo record, McDougal Blues. Then they picked up our Scarborough Smarter record. And they'd invested in us, like, two or three albums. Okay. And, you know, I mean, it would never happen today. Right. You know? Yeah. And so this was kind of our make it or break it, kind of born to run, kind of like, you guys got to make it or, you know, we're going to kick you to the curb. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, did we did we turn up the shtick a little bit? I think probably uh, we did a little bit, but, what, you know, then? I mean, I think we kind of, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, the Fly Me Courageous thing was... You know, uh, what are those guys using? Yeah, we Aquanet? did the video. <laughs> yeah. Get me the Aquanet. <laughs> I think it was a little cheesy. I mean, but you know, I mean, those I were thought, the times. What are you gonna I, do? You know, it was a lot of fun, man. Yeah, yeah, it was great. It was great to do I it. Mean, at the time, I took all that music pretty seriously. I yeah. mean, the videos and all that. And, and we did the was. video with the guy that did Nirvana's videos. You know, yeah. you know, at the time, what the you know, in historical reference points, though that was. Uh, the record, though, that uh, put us on the other, wrong side of the fence when, because we were alternative hard rock, yeah. you know, kind of, and then that one put us over into this category for a little <laughs> while. And while we were meandering in the in the in the land of nod over of nod <laughs> metal uh, over here, yeah. Nirvana hit, right, and we were on the wrong side of the fence. Right. So I mean, it's kind of what led to our eventual, you know, banning of. Right, not being on the radio yeah. anymore and things like that, you know. Yeah, but you've always, up. you know, to this we day, you're still working musicians, and yeah. you always were. So, yeah, I'm just talking historically, yeah. you yeah. know, just like that, you know. Gotta be careful what you ask for. The roller coaster, kind of things like that. Yeah. Can you think of some shows where you were like, "Oh my god, what, we're playing with these guys"? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> not really. We didn't really have that. We didn't do a lot of. We toured with some pretty cool people, like yeah. Neil Young, and yeah. But, but even when we toured with Leonard Skinner back in like '91 and stuff, it it was really, you know, it was really kind of cool because like Leon Wilkerson would like hang out with us and like you know tell us stories, and then Ed King would would corner us and tell us that we needed to have a, the same set list every night or we were right. out of our I minds. Should. But so it was like a learning thing. Yeah, but we we but still don't have a set list. Yeah. Cool. That's good. Well, that's what you know. He was I was, gonna ask I was actually going to ask you a little bit because you know nowadays, especially with the internet, and everything's being recorded all the time. You know, people see you know entire shows now on the internet. You know, because little snippets of this and that. Do you do you feel any pressure to like mix it up, or is that just kind of your natural way of being? It's our natural way of being. We. Uh, I don't even know if that's a. Phrase. We used to make <laughs> set lists, but I would never follow them. So you we kind of got sick of making set lists. We, we subconsciously try to play something from every album, but we never do. Right. right. You know, right. we're just kind of like, you know, that's the goal. But we, we, we usually feed off the crowd, you know, and it's like whatever's, whatever, whatever we think they want or yeah, whatever's, right. yeah. whatever's working, we just go with it. And I'm, so th- I'm sure there's certain shows where you're like, all right, we better do straight from, you know, straight to hell now. You know? Or well, you always have to do that last. 
Always? Yeah. yeah, they, yeah I, you pretty much have to do that last because people will leave. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying you got to have certain shows where uh, – I mean, if, if I play straight to hell first, that's like a huge fuck you to the well, club yeah. and everybody. I'm yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. know – Like when I saw you at the time – I'm out of here. I'm like mm-hmm. – Okay, whatever. Right, right, right. I'll just be like, yeah, they got to sell some booze, man. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, it looks like but you know, going home but, but Fly Me Courageous and Honeysuckle Blue, those all get all those build a fire. I mean, we will open yeah. shows with Fly Me. We've done a few times in a row, right? You know, but you know, it's like Tim said. It's like it was. It's it's not. A, it's the club. What what the vibe of the club is? I don't know what I what if I, what I feel like playing. You know what you know what I'm feeling, but it's also what happens during the day. You know what kind of days it been what's yeah. on my mind you know and it's you know the, you know I'm lu- I'm the lucky I'm lucky that I, you know I got Tim and I got Mac and Dave and they know 160 songs or whatever right. and yeah. they can like they can li- like I can start a song and they can j- get it jump right. on yeah like I can just be like I <laughs> well mean, that's we, like the look I saw them just done, we might just done, like, try one now right we might just a peacemaker and he's got it then, Tim's got it and then I'm gonna and do like and then I'm gonna do like oh I'm peacemaker gonna, yeah that's I'm a killer tune like, I'm gonna do like office work is nine to five they just don't realize he's right there you know and then like bring him the bacon Eastern European carny man. <laughs> you know, so... We, the, we, the Tommy medley. Yeah. <laughs> so we can just kind of wing wing it as we go. That's awesome, yeah. Well, you know, you just don't see enough bands. I don't feel like I see enough bands who can do that nowadays. I mean... They all could do it. No <laughs> one... But do they want to? But, you know, I mean, I, I mean, I could, there's something to be said for a band, like, that can do, that does their thing. I think Hank Williams show, Jr. You know? does his show that way. He totally does. <laughs> I'm sure he does. <laughs> He's just like, Hank I'm Jr. playing totally. Cat Scratch Fever, motherfuckers. Come on. Yeah. Do you guys keep, your, do you guys keep your ear to, like, any of the, like, the new bands? Do you kind of, you know, try and see what's still going on with, with music as far as, like, rock and roll bands and stuff? Or oh, yeah. Country constantly. artists and stuff. Oh, yeah. You, you do. Oh yeah, we got you know. Is there anybody that like you guys are into right now that mm. you've been like, oh wow, they're they're doing it the well, right yeah, way? Like Jason Isabel and I don't know what's my new f- kind of favorite. I don't know. Is there one one CD that's that's been popping? Well, you said you got a shuffle, so well. Like when, when I get into a, I a CD, lately. a new CD that comes out, I gotta listen. I kill it to death, you know. Right? Yeah. If I right. like something, it's so rare that I really like something. Yeah. <laughs> that right. I listen to it over and over and over for weeks, you know. Well, I'm, it's not new, but I mean, I got the the Steve Earle Washington Square record mm. was a really cool record, like him playing with a dance, like a beat box behind him. Oh, really? It's a really cool record, and, it, and the last record song on the record is the theme from The Wire. Yeah, you know, that's him. Oh, yeah. In God, well, uh, in, 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 you know. better watch your back. Yeah, right. yeah. It's a really cool record. Yeah, his version of that tune was probably the best. But I mean, I go out and see bands in New York. You know, every, at least three nights a week. You oh know? yeah. So I mean, you know, this band opening for us, the Mass Square Gardeners. The <laughs> ones that are gonna—they're awesome. The Madison Square Gardeners—they're <laughs> freaking amazing. They had their hit song is called "My Ex Girlfriend Is a Bad Lesbian on Drugs." <laughs> uh, nice. And uh, yeah, I guess being in know, New York City—I mean, sounds like a trip to hang out with those guys. Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't know. Well, how long, how long have you lived up there? now? Snow Patrol. Peter Buck has a new record coming out with the guy from Snow Patrol. Peter played me 
in Oregon last really? week. That's called uh, Ti- The Tired Ponies, which is really amazing. That's a cool record. Hmm. Um, I don't know. We all listened to the Wil- the last Wilco record. That was good. Yeah. Everybody loves um, Wilco, man. I guess you, you kind of have to. <laughs> you have God to love to send on you. I've got little. I've got little daughters, and they've they've got me listening to country music, like because of Taylor Swift and oh, Lady yeah. Right, yeah. Antebellum. And so, what do you like? Lady Antebellum, I feel like is, is all right. Pretty cool. I, I like uh, Miranda Lambert. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, she's been, she's been getting a lot of musician respect, from what I've yeah. read. She did it her way. Right. So, you guys were... We recently... Is there any more beer? Yeah, more beers. Let's go. Hey, can Tim, I have a beer? Tim, Absolutely. can I have one, too? Yeah, Tim. And get, on the, <laughs> and get on the mic when you come back. Yeah, come on, Tim. So... You want to take a break? You know, we Tim recently on? had... Uh, we will. We recently <laughs> had uh, Michelle Malone. We did a podcast with Michelle Malone. There you go. And I saw a picture of She's you. She's amazing. Yeah, yeah, she was awesome. I mean... She's the real deal. She is the real deal. And I, I really didn't realize what a good guitar player and all she was. But, um... You know, I saw. I think I saw on her website somewhere a picture of you with her, and uh, that whole time, like when you were in Atlanta, like back in the early days before things broke. I mean, there was a lot of good shit going on. What were you close with all the other artists at that time? You know, like the Crows, yeah, we had, and we had a cool little like brotherhood little going. Scene. You know, yeah. it was like us and and this band '86 and this band Uncle Green. And um, Mary, my hope. Mary, my hope. And there were Mr. Crow's Garden. Michelle brought time. those. Up. Michelle brought those yeah, guys Mr. up Crow's too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're all we all had like roommates in our houses that were in right. each other's bands and yeah. stuff. So I mean, James Hall lived in my house and oh yeah. Oh really? And Just Mary, saw him my recently. hope and Chris Robinson and Steve um, Gorman all lived in another house. Clint and Sven and I mean, we all supported each other. I think pretty much. You know, I mean, we all. Yeah, I mean, you know, is I from my days in Milwaukee. You know, I was like, you know, I I, I was I knew I was never in comp- competition. I always was like, let's go see everybody that we can go see, and at least you know them. There's you know eight more people there. You Did know? you feel like that was mutual? Like, was oh, I felt it was yeah. mutual. I mean, they, I yeah, I mean the, the guys in '86 and you know the drummer in '86 wound up being the drummer for Jesus Lizard and oh okay, um, you know hmm. Uncle Green uh, was. I don't know. They were did a record with Brendan O'Brien. I don't know, but yeah, I think we had a good community. I think yeah. you know, I've, I, th- I think there's probably still a community in Atlanta like that. Right. Uh, you know, the Earl scene and stuff like that. I'm not yeah. really part of it, but well, I was going to ask you like, when when you moved to New York. You know, the, like you say, of newer bands though. There's the uh, the Selmanaires. Yeah, that's a great that. album. Uh, that they're on that label. That's out of. Uh, out of Atlanta, what's the name of the record store? Criminal Records. Oh, I think. Criminal. Criminal. It's like I don't know if they're, it's on Criminal Records. Okay. Anna Kramer, you ever heard her? She's great. <clears throat> her, She's great. Yeah. Killer. Know. So you guys got hooked up with Vintage Earth. Now, did did Vin, did Ken have anything to do with getting you guys? How did that all come about? Because I haven't heard much about that. But I mean, you did this new record for Vintage Earth um, Records, right? The the label that you're on now. Yeah. And. Um, it had been, I mean, you said, what, 15 years almost? It was or 12 years. 12 years. So what was the impetus for getting you guys to say, let's finish this record or let's do well, a record? There was one of the songs on the on the thing that we recorded back in 2001 that, uh-huh. I, that I had just kind of pulled out of the closet and I was doing some editing and, and had Kevin come down and re-sing it. And um, we just kind of put on a dog and pony show and our manager at the time, Jim Barber, got um connor and um 
can over to the studio and they were you know we were just, we were just trying to like create some momentum mm-hmm. and it and it worked and and um you know we wound up writing new, uh like four or five new songs that were you know that that were better than the stuff that we'd already you know had, right. had sitting there yeah you know so it was just kind of like a you know a catalyst that you know that with the success of of getting the attention from vintage earth and getting the the opportunity kind of breeded the the new right the right. new stuff and the right new breathed in a little new life in it yeah it was it was, yeah. it was it was it was cool man it was so there was never any point like where you guys weren't talking it was never like a breakup like any bad blood or or was there no and we, that's well, i mean it, it, well after we did the smoke record there was i mean between okay. smoke and i mean and wrapped in sky i definitely quit the band for a, whatever about a year <laughs> Okay. Yeah, but you know, but I that's was still in the midst I mean, of. We, we, we made a record a year from 1986, 87, 88, 89, 90, 91, 92, 93. Wow. We made a record a year. Really? You know, between yeah, we, my folk record. I mean, we got. Yeah. How many driving car records we got? Eight or nine? Seven, or eight, nine. And I have seven, eight solo records. So, I mean, in between yeah. there, I was. You guys are busy. Yeah, we would get together when 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 our agent would call us and say, "Hey, there's an offer for some decent money to go play here or there." So we would get together, you know, a few times a year, anyways. Okay. And so we, we I don't think we did a record because we really none of us could really afford to pay for it ourselves. Right. So, so as soon as these guys came along and <laughs> right. and said, "Hey, we're gonna I know we're, what we're like. gonna give you a budget to go yeah. record," we're like, "All right," you know. Yeah. So, so now we've got the momentum, so you know, hopefully it'll happen. Yeah, again. we've got like twelve more independent records out than Sonic Youth ever did. <laughs> <laughs> You're the real independent band. But we also, you know but what happened between then and there though was I had like a, I couldn't sing anymore. I had a cyst on my larynx that I oh, didn't really? know about. And so it had been growing and so it got to the point where we could only do Two shows, maybe tops. It would take me five days to recover. Well, oh, you man. would like lose your voice, or uh, I would lose my voice. Oh, yeah, shit. I had to go father, that must know. have been frustrating as shit. <laughs> it was pretty frustrating, pretty scary. But I kind of got used to it, and then you know, because I could scream, I could do enough to to do it. And then if I got, you know, finally went to the doctor, and he and he took it out, you know, yeah. And when it healed, you know, we, we all got together, and it was like, wow. Yeah. We can do all the songs, and that was a catalyst yeah, for yeah. us. But I mean, these last five, four years, five years that we've been playing together, it's like the best it's ever been because it's like back cool. in the days when we were traveling the van, like we're in the van again with the trailer. Except now it's like everyone gets along, everyone's cool. Yeah, no one's got any issues. Everything runs like a clock. A bit. Everyone has their job. Their you know, everyone has their thing to do and their time schedule to do it and. It's a big you know, family. It's it a family a, business mm-hmm. now. It baby. really is, yeah. man. It's like it's just, and that translates into how cool the shows are. It's like it's just I sit back out there, just about every freaking show I do now, and go, God, if they could have seen that in 1989 and 1990, right. yeah. we would be freaking huge right now because yeah. it was translated into this really good vibe on stage. Where in the, when we had Buren in the band, and and then there was a little bit of tension between Tim and Buren constantly. Yeah. Buren was really, really loud. D- didn't respect Tim as much. Tim didn't, you know. There was always a little tension. It was tense. There. It was very, there was a lot of tension, and then there was a lot of. I was in the middle, so everybody's and, yeah, 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 stupid shit. Everybody's but now, young, young, young and rock and roll. And, bands, yeah, and Mac 
Dave Johnson, I think, is one of the greatest drummers I've ever played with. I mean, he's just amazing. Dave. He can. And he's, I mean, great he's like the real. He's man like a few words. All he needs is a hug from a hot chick, and he's <laughs> on to the next show, right? He is. Exactly. But he's the real deal, man. They pay him yeah. in hugs. <laughs> yeah. It is tough to find a, you know, just a drummer. But he's that an amazing. Really he's an amazing drummer. He's an amazing feel. Yeah. I've never played with anybody that good. Right. And he I mean, sings so like a great. lady. <laughs> and he's and he's, it's he's from a, the hugs. And he's a great songwriter. And he, you know, and he's a great singer. And and we have a lot of fun together on the Kevin Kinney's band thing yeah. and the driving and crying thing. Matt Carter also, you know, doesn't play Buren's parts. He c- plays his own style of David Gilmore meets Love and Rockets, Bauhaus kind of. Th- <laughs> that's what his thing is. You yeah. know, it's like he's a real well, ethereal well, I heard kind his of like punk. I heard his original and, and hardcore. Yeah. Or, you know, punk rock, 60s, 70s punk. Yeah. There's a cool thing that you could find through your website if, if somebody does a little digging um, where a great song off the new album called Let Me Down, yeah. uh, where it shows sort of the how that song came to be. And it started with Mac and it was kind of like a digital sort of right, yeah. electronic kind of feel. And then, I don't know, somebody... Who heard something in that song that was like? Well, oh, we were just. I, w- I was just. We were doing it in Tim's basement, and I was just. Gonna, yeah, Mac and Dave I had my and fuzz I pedal <laughs> on there. I was like, like I was just gonna yeah. doing some like uh, grand funk kind of yeah. vibe to it. It kind of almost reminded me of like a really good, maybe a little heavier Stones tune. You know, the way the two guitars play right. off each other, right. that push and pull kind of feel. Yeah. But and then you did an acoustic version on it, which is. Recorded on there and it's just awesome. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love. It. Did, did, have you seen that at all? <laughs> really? Oh, holy <laughs> shit! It's ever, so good. I don't remember. Is that, isn't that great? <laughs> so good. And th- yeah, I mean, you completely changed it. You were just sitting there and you basically played the chords and. Do you smoke? Well, that's what I think. Of the, <laughs> that's what weed at all? Oh, sure. Okay, because. It looked like you could have been maybe a little bit big. So I, that's why – that's maybe <laughs> – Oh, sure. I don't know if I smoked at the studio. Well, you were sitting there and you just started playing. I don't even know if it was in the studio, though. Like, I have no oh, idea yeah. where it took place. Yeah. No, I love I love. You recorded pot. that? Well, there's a reason why nobody can recall this. I made that movie. But you, you know that? what yeah. – It's what? awesome, though, isn't it? It's such a great version. But that's a really good thing for people to know that are writing songs or they're in a band, man. If the essence of the song is there, it still comes it, through. It'll still come through. Yeah. You know, like like build a fire. It's like I, when I do acoustic versions of it. Like when I do an acoustic show, it's like. What's new? What's going through? Boy with the American holster blues. Peace signs on just about everything. No way to turn or what to think to save me Won't you bring me Something new Won't you love to sing along Won't you come to build a fire Start a new something blue Won't you love to build a fire Come back, it's been a trap Steal your colors and they steal your snap. High school girls in camouflage. No way to end or way to start to save me. Won't you let me break on through? Won't you love to sing along? Won't you come to build a fire? 
what I knew Something blue Won't you love To build a fire True blue baby See I know it's you Holes in my pockets I got holes in my shoes If he's so square That he knows nothing at all Then I'll come He's only one with the ball Won't you let me Come on through Won't you love To sing along Won't you come To build a fire Start a new Something blue Won't you love To build a fire To build a fire To build a fire Like that. Yeah, see, that's I was afraid cool. you weren't going to play the whole thing. <laughs> that was awesome. Like, hey, don't say anything. Let him go. Well, you know, yeah, that's and cool. you're, you're totally right. I mean, that that's the thing. When you can just change a song, you know, if it's a great song, it's still kind of there. Yeah, I mean, it's like our – we made this record called Smoke, right? And this record called and, – and Rolling Stone reviewed it and called it some sort of – you know, they said it was sexist or something weird. Like, I don't know what's what? the matter with sexist, sexy – but, uh, yeah. What's wrong with being sexy? sexy? What's wrong with sexy, well, Tim? It's supposed to be sexy. Tim, I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> it's rock and roll. But like, there's a song on there called Turn It Up or Turn It Off, you know? And it's, yeah. and it's like, turn it up or turn it off. But here's, I'm going to do a little, co- like, we do acoustic version of it sometime. I'm going to do a little version. Of, I won't remember all the words, but I'll, I'll, I'll stop half. I'll just do a snippet here. But it's like, Welcome to the show, my friends. Thanks for coming round again. Take it to the top Turn it up or turn it off If you want to know the people Why don't you turn around And if you want to know the reasons Don't bother asking me if you want to see the blue, blue sky, why don't you look above? The way to do it is to be the way to know the real truth of the show. Something comes from nothing, nothing's left to lose. Stuck inside of blood with this American roost. Fly your banner high, take it on the road. Turn it up or turn it off If you want to know the lovers You've got to love yourself And if you want to know about peace It starts with you And if you want to see the blue, blue sky Why don't you look above the way to do it is to be The way to know the real truth from the show Something comes from nothing, nothing's left to lose Stuck inside of blood with this American root Fly your banner high, take you on the road Turn it up or turn it off 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 Turn it up or turn it off
never turn it off Yeah that's cool. That's, that's a kind of a cool little song, right? But I mean, yeah. it kind of is like you know, yeah. There was a funny story connected with that. With they wanted to make the first single from that record. Oh yeah. And they they uh, they took me out to a nice steak dinner in New York. Nice. And they were like, yeah, man, we like we would like turn it up, but turn it off to be the, the the first first single on the record. I was like, well, you know, I really just don't. I don't think it's uh, you know would be a good idea to present the radio stations with an ultimatum. You know, I really wish we would go with blah blah blah. And they were like. <laughs> Oh no, no, we want to tell you the turn up or turn off is going to be the first thing. Right. I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, I got you. I hear you. But I, I hear you. I don't have to pay for the steak, though, right? <laughs> yes, yes, sir. I, mean, I was like, oh, you didn't understand. Yeah, right. <laughs> it wasn't a question. <laughs> it's like, absolutely. Yeah. Absol- we should go on with an did attitude. I, you what know? did I say? Yeah. Uh, check, please. Thanks. Yeah. Get another scotch over here. Thanks. And I can remember it as clear as day, too. It was yeah. just like when I was like. It was like the first time I ever went into Little Italy. Went into this little place. There, oh, what was it called? Um, I can't remember the name of the place. Uh, it was on uh, right on right on Little Italy in, in uh, New York. And I went in there with my long hair and my other friend with long hair. We walked in the door. And there was nobody sitting in there at all. There's one big big dude in the back, and we're standing. And we wait like five minutes for him to seat us. Finally, the guy seats us. Gives us a menu. I order. I order some veal parmesan or something. Yeah. And my friend orders something. The guy comes back to the table, and I've got like spaghetti. <laughs> I go, "Excuse me, sir. I ordered veal parmesan." He goes, "Yeah, no." <laughs> <laughs> and then what? <laughs> Enjoy your spaghetti. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, I know. <laughs> See, every restaurant should be able to be like that. We'll serve you yeah. what you should be eating. That's great. So, well, I was going to ask you about the southern northern thing. I mean, you know, I still feel like I'm a stranger in a strange land down here, even though, yeah. you know, we've been here. We've both been here about 15, 15 years, years yeah. and I still feel like a northerner, even though, I don't know, yeah. I, I kind of have an establishment down here and, and, and everything. How are you feeling up there? Are you feeling like a southerner or are you kind of... You feel like a Midwesterner, or a Midwesterner. Uh, you know, I, I I have my southern. You know, I still feel my frustration. You know, I still let ladies into the subway ahead of me yeah, get yeah. off the bus last. <laughs> yeah, I refuse to be beaten by the New York uh, system. There are a lot of things about New York that are weird. I've noticed a couple things about New York that I that are weird to me. First of all, I think they've got really ugly dogs. <laughs> I see a lot of dogs. Well, that's like, an observation. I'm like, what the yeah. hell did they breed to make that thing? <laughs> you know? You come down south and you go, man, that's a good-looking dog, man. I'll tell you what. A pug-a-doodle or whatever. I have a lot more friends named Tony. That's <laughs> yeah. my second thing. And Mikey. And, uh, Definitely. And yeah. the third thing I've noticed is that, the, uh, that people will uh, tell you how they feel about you right Every away. Day. Oh, about right you. away, yeah. or whatever, or anything. Yeah, that, that, you, your oh, girlfriend. Yeah. They're like, yeah. you know, hey, how you doing, man? Are you getting kind of fat? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, okay, and what are you? What with the hair? You losing the hair? Well, you got a fat, you know. You but then, have... but then they'll whisper to you. They'll whisper to you. They'll go, hey, Kev, come here. Yeah, I'm just, right. I'm just. I gotta tell problem. you something, man. <laughs> right, right. Have you had the calzone and Mickey D's? <laughs> right. That is, ama- that is freaking amazing. That is freaking amazing. 
You know what that is? Look right up there. Can what? you see it right there? Yeah. That's the term. That's the north. Ball busty. Ball busty. Yeah. That's a ball busty good time. That's uh, well, Johnny. when Johnny Colt was in here. You know, he's a southern guy, and, and we were sitting here, and we were doing our usual thing because we're both from the north, and we bust each other's chops all the time. That's just right. how we are. Right. And uh, we're like, so, you know, kind of like pardon us. You know, we're just just ball busty, you know, whatever. Right. That's that's our way. Well, we piss some people it. off I down mean, here. That's, that's the north, you know. That's how it is. Everything they, is they, just... They, go, they start by... Yeah, I grew up in the Midwest, too, so they kind of... They start, chop you down to build you they up. They chop you down right away. Yeah, they go like, you know... I did it the other day. Yeah. I did it the other night. I was in and uh, walking... I was in front of this... My friend Jesse owns this club called Bowery Electric. And uh, and there is my friend, the Massacre Gardeners. The, their manager was standing there, and he had this huge watch... And that's you know that's the first thing I said to him was yeah. like what's with the watch? What are you a scuba diver? Right. <laughs> See, you're fitting <laughs> right in, picking right up. Yeah, whoa, <laughs> where did that come from? Like, where did that come from? <laughs> but I just it was like well, the first thing I noticed about it I was like what are you a scuba diver? Yeah, right. Did you like black out for a second and then come back? And, whoa, where, where was I? <laughs> oh, wait, hold on, I'm sorry. That is an interesting watch. That's yeah. right. <laughs> Maybe this would I work better. I love that. That's cool, well, yeah. How do you hold that watch up? That is a very looks like a very heavy watch. <laughs> so what? Wh- why? Why have you kind of relocated up there? What's the? Well, uh, I got married. And okay, moved up there. Okay, nice, very good. So I live up there. I live in the Green. Woman Point, always tells you which where is to a live. very nice little neighborhood. You guys live here? Yeah. You guys are still down around here. Um, cool. You know, there's we'll see you guys around town. There was something. <laughs> there was a couple things I wanted uh, to make sure that I mentioned. Number one is, um, you know, you were talking about your voice before, and you know, getting the nodules or whatever it was yeah. um, on there. But you've got one of those interesting voices to me, where you know your talking voice isn't too far from your singing voice. Like you can definitely, when you start singing, huh, let there Hello. be light. Yeah. Um, when you start singing, you definitely – oh, yeah, that sounds – if you've talked to – or when you – maybe better when you talk, if you hear you talk. What are you trying to sing? Yeah. It's, it's a little it's very close. And a lot of times, you know, I tend to get stuck in like when somebody's voice – a great singer's, you know, their singing voice almost sounds totally unrelated to their talking voice. But yours is kind of – very similar, but it, it really works. And he's not breaking well, your balls. I'm he's not just breaking your balls at all. I'm making well, an just, observation. Well, I'm a, I'll confess to you right now. That but how did? Yeah, I mean, did you? See, think- I I have trained my singing voice to be more like my my uh, my talking voice. Okay. Because my actual singing voice would be more like you know, I've got you on the loose. <laughs> I've got you grooving. I've got you on the beat. Yes, I let's do that. Broken, but so I you know I changed it, man. <laughs> yeah, it works. Thank you. But did I, we're you thinking of doing a, a whole Pete Seeger record <laughs> where I do all the Jarvis Crying songs as Pete Seeger songs. Yeah. Like, like, there you go. Something like that, you know. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'll have to, I'll have to think Hey, that's big nowadays, man. Just get with T-Bone I've for a I've got you on the loose. I've left you grooving. I've got you on the beat. <laughs> Just the Pat I left Boone you version? broken. Yeah, right. It's like when Pat Boone does uh, Ozzy Osbourne. That's right. Yeah. That whole kind of vibe. Yeah, Pete Seeger version. But did so, you... <laughs> At what point did you think, yeah, I'm I'm gonna sing, write my songs, and sing my own song ah. and stuff? Just because I, I don't think that you ha- like again, I don't think right off the bat you would hear your voice and say, oh yeah, yeah. singer. Yeah, I hate my voice. Well, everybody. I'm hates like their Jimmy. Own voice. Voice. I'm like Jim. You know, like, I I just yeah, I just I don't. It took me a long time to get used to it. Yeah. You know, I don't really. You know, 
I wish my voice was like in my head. I wish I, I had like a Chris Cornell kind of voice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> everybody does. does. Who you doesn't? Know I mean? Yeah, jeez. You know, I just was like, God, what does that why guy don't I do? Have that? that voice, you yeah. know, or That's Warren Haynes. <laughs> but yeah, was there anybody you used to I mean, try to emulate, or when you always just did your own thing? Well, I mean, my idols are my I, my vocal. My favorite bands were like I liked Ozzy. Yeah. You know, yeah. I liked. I mean, Actually, I your voice those, is kind of similar to Ozzy. Yeah, it's like I like Ozzy a lot. I liked uh, the Ronettes. I know, like oh. be my, be my baby, be my so little baby. Yeah, yeah. It's a little bit of Ozzy and meets you know, like <laughs> meets the Ronettes, meets the Ronettes. <laughs> I think you know. And then Tim turned me on to Hank Williams. Yeah. Oh God. I never heard of Hank Williams, so I met Tim, and then I was like, oh, I, I that. So there's a little bit of that in there, and yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't really know why. None of my, none of, I don't know what happened. It, just see, it does seem like it comes out real easy, you know. It just, and maybe that's because it does sound so similar to your talking voice. Been doing this twenty five years, yeah. I mean, it's well, great. I've become comfortable with it. Yeah, you know, I deal with the fact that we don't have a lead singer. If anybody would like <laughs> to be our lead singer, <laughs> <laughs> they're taking uh, names. I'm packing my bags. Send, <laughs> send your emails to right. twofacesradio at gmail dot com. We'll pass them along to Kevin for a lead singer. Candidates. No, uh, you're definitely doing a good job. But my, my actual boy, like, I've been, like, I do these garage band things lately, and I've been practicing, you know, and, you know, I have, like, you know, it's been fun to do a different voice. Like, you know, I have yeah. this version of the innocent that I do that's like, I'll just do a little bit of it. It's like, I want you to want me. Hmm. I want you to know what it is that I've got here. What I'm looking for Down on the outside Yeah, yeah, yeah I could still recognize your voice, though I'm kind of doing that I I mean, it's a great thing in the end Because you've got one of those voices that right away You know, you hear it, you know it And that's that's a hard thing, you know, to to find You You can't just manufacture If you like it, you like it If you hate it, you hate it, though I've found that there's a lot of people that just can't stand my voice Right and up up north, they tell you. <laughs> yeah, they'll you know, tell you up there. Kevin, your voice. I don't you know, know. Kevin. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You should think about maybe finding a lead singer. You know, I yeah. don't know. I'm just saying. Is that like a demonstration <laughs> voice? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's not really your voice, right? <laughs> <laughs> you're putting something on right there, right? That's like not what you're planning on going out like there with. Wouldn't you? Would I hear a song with like a real singer? That's, <laughs> what's that going to sound like? Yeah, I've only been doing it 25 years. It That's seems right. to have worked. Uh, <laughs> hey, besides uh, 515, what what are the covers you guys do in your set, and if any at all? Uh, We've been doing a, like a bluegrass version of Jumping Jack Flash. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. yeah. Cool. And um, we might try to put bitch together for this weekend oh, because nice. we're, we're going to have the horns. Whoa. We're going to have the... Uh, I can do a good mouth trumpet the heap if horns, you need that. Whoa, whoa, so, whoa. So. Take it easy over there. <laughs> <laughs> mouth trumpet. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Nice. Just want to like make sure we're both talking about the oh, same yeah, thing. Oh, yeah, that's You know we're all right there. So wait, what's this weekend? Oh, we're going to be in Isle of Palms, and we're, we oh, have that's uh, right. we're oh, yeah. we have Brian Howard and the Heat playing with us, and that's they right. they have um, a horn section. We do yeah. live in the free world. That's a staple of ours. Yeah. Oh yeah, song. cool. Keep on rocking the free world. Yeah, good tune. We used to do in the old days. We did. Um, oh, in the old days, we did. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you start, we you did. Tend to we get will rock you. Here. We did. We will rock you. Really? We used to do search and destroy. Surrender. We did surrender. Oh, we did. I can uh, definitely see uh, surrender. Um, 
you're gonna miss me, baby. We did yeah. you're gonna miss me. We did uh, into into communication breakdown medley. Huh. Oh, sweet. You're going to miss me, Communication Breakdown. Do medley. anything you want to do. And uh, we did Do Anything You Want to Do by Eddie and Hot Rods. I don't know that, that one. That was good. And also in um, in Communication Breakdown, wasn't there another song in the middle of there? Mary the Fourth Form. Mary the Fourth Form. Patty by Smith. By the Boomtown Rods. Oh, Patty Smith? Oh, Boomtown Rods. Boomtown Rats. Rats. Okay. Oh, that was Bob Geldof? Was that his band? Yeah. Boomtown Rats? Yeah. yeah. Very wow. good, Brian. <laughs> I, I think I blacked out for I a think, second. I think that sound you just heard was Bob switching stations. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> if he's going to switch stations, well, yeah, I guess well, he could. Yeah, he could switch stations. <laughs> he could press turn stop. It <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, uh, we're, we're, we're coming to the end if you want. I mean, okay. we, could, we could stay here. All, you know, I could yeah. do this all night long. But, you know, what we could do is we could uh, talk about a few more things if you want. Maybe go take smoke or something and maybe come back and just play another – Okay. Tunes. Uh, That'd be fun. Does that sound good? Yeah, cool. man, can you play Sounds some good. music, man? Yeah, man. I did want to ask you one thing about your songwriting. Okay. Okay. One question that I had was, well, it's not even really a question. It's just a comment more. Okay. I noticed a lot. You you do this thing that I really admire. I, I've never had the guts to do it in any of my songs, I don't think. Okay. Where you sort of abandon the rhyme for, like, the right word. Right. Um, <laughs> which... You know, it only works in the right, right when it's right. You know, it's yeah. so hard to describe. Well, look, if you put the word orange in a song, <laughs> you're the, nothing what are you going to do? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but that's a really hard thing. Do you struggle with? Because I know that sometimes I sit there and I'm working on finishing a line, and and I've got the obvious word, and I don't want to use that, and then you you know you struggle with it, and I've never had the kind of guts to go with like the word that doesn't rhyme. You know. Well, is that a struggle for you, or does it just you just let it happen? Well, it's, it, it depends on how you sell it. You know, it's yeah. all about how you sell it. If it's the right, I can't think of a good example. Well, you've got it but, in "Fly Me Courageous." I think it happens, and it well, also it, in that tune it, "Let Me Down." I it's kind of like beat poetry and Jack Kerouac and stuff that never rhymes. Like That's true. It's, it's all about it's all about the rhythms, more the haiku yeah. and the yeah, yeah, um, yeah, and the story. I, I will definitely do that. I would definitely you know would encourage people to. Uh, Abandon the rhyme. <laughs> yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> I mean, you know, there's somebody, you got to understand, like, some of the people that I listen to, too, are, you know, the no-wave kind of things where that's, you know, it doesn't sound weird to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I have a lot of avant kind of tastes, yeah. you know. Right. I like, I like really f- weird, you know. S- you know. No, it works. I don't, like I I said, don't listen to a lot of pop, pop music, you know. I listen to a lot of talk like right, right. Old TV like, shows and where yeah. you can you know <laughs> predict everything. And crazy yeah. punk rock, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that yeah, that was it. Yeah. I was just kind of you know that's a really like I said. Yeah, it was like if you're gonna times. write song, you know, like like. Well, I looked down my window and I saw that there was there was sky, and I always wanted to ask girl. I wondered how. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know that would be it. Yeah. You're right. But, but that there's nothing wrong good. with that because then you're like, right. I, wonder, I wonder how. Right. But you have to sell it. You do have to you sell it. You can't go looking out my window and I always wondered why. I still wondered why how. Or, you know, I don't know. But you then have to, two you lines have later, to, you have to find something you have to get around the house. No, Maybe you don't. You don't. See, that's I, the thing. Know, I know. Maybe you do. <laughs> I don't know. I don't really. I don't. I try to. See, that's the thought, it's though. A, that's, a, that's exactly what I'm talking about. I know. Like, you've, you've been able to not. On occasion, you know, it's a cross between being really lazy. <laughs> and, and just, so we've got you know, right about America. He's not going to bullshit you. Girls anymore. and basically just be lazy. 
Yes. Is that the writing advice from Kevin yes. Kinney? Can we, can we coin that? All right. Well, uh, this year. If you ask me next year, she's probably going to be like baseball. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, yeah. yeah. She's baseball. See, now you're doing like the Ken like, Burns. Like, like yeah. I'm so tired of waiting for you. I'm so tired, it's all so new. I'm so tired of waiting for you. What's that song about, Kevin? Is that about girls? Like, no, man. It's about baseball. It's about baseball. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for next season. <laughs> waiting for the next pitch. Waiting, waiting for, for spring training. Pitch. What's Fly Me Crazy about, man? Yeah. Baseball. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. Absolutely. It is, it is this year, All man. my songs are about baseball or about girls. Yeah. yeah. The girl is baseball or baseball is the girl. All right. You All right. got more songwriting yeah. questions or no, you want to do another it. tune? No, that's let's, it. Uh, let's do you a sure tune. Do you want to take a break and then do a tune? Let's go have a cigarette. Yeah? Yeah. And is then we'll come cool? back. Yeah, that's fine. Or, or yeah. are we all strapped in? You want a tune? No, no, no. Well, you could we do a tune. What I was thinking was, we'll wrap up this part of the podcast, which we usually wrap it up with a song, and then take a break. And we're going to take a break, and we'll come back and do some bonus tracks. Okay. Sound good? Yeah. So should we do a song then? Let's yeah, do let's a do song. It. Let's do a song. Let's do a song that epitomizes song. our entire experience here. Music. Oh, yeah? That encompasses this all 25 years. Our, our podcast vibe, man. All right. We'll have to think about it here. Hold on. Well, I think that since Cooking you're from chicken. New York. Well, since you're New York kind of area. from New York area. Sure, yeah. Tri- I'm part of the tri-state area. This song ties into my entire, encapsulates my entire musical career. Okay. This song, I was a writer. I wanted to be, I, I was a, I owned an underground newspaper. 1978. Oh, really? really? And 79. And, uh, and me and my friend Dave Lurson, we actually started, uh, started this idea, like, let's start an underground newspaper. Then so we can get free records and we can interview <laughs> stars. Nice. So we did. <laughs> we got lots of free records and we got to interview David Johansson and Meatloaf. Oh. That was, <laughs> was that pretty, it? Well... I mean, that's pretty that's, good. Well, do we, uh, also the Alessi brothers. I don't know if you ever heard of them. I've heard of them. but They opened for Sean Cassidy at the arena. It was pretty crazy. <laughs> but we were just basically grifters. But we used to get tons of records, yeah. which is a – that's awesome. a good thing. Yeah. But it's also – it was the late 70s. So it was a horrible thing <laughs> because it was all horrible disco. <laughs> right? Yeah. So this one day we got this song. This Wait, record there was no Blood Brothers. Accent. This right. is not "Let's Go Dancing." No. Okay. Uh, I could do that one later. Yeah, later. <laughs> this one is, and, and so there's a record called uh, "Blood Brothers" by this band called The Dictators. Okay. And it was had the cool had a cool cover and it was amazing. It's a great album. If you can get it on iTunes, buy it right now. It's, really? It's it's an amazing record. The Dictators were writing my, it down, and they were like my favorite New York band. So they were like from the CBGBs era. So we recorded their song for our new record, uh, okay. I Stand Tall. Was that Manitoba? Manitoba's Wild yep. Kingdom yeah, was yeah, part yeah, of yeah. it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And Ross the Boss is in, he's in uh, Man of War. Okay. But, uh, so yeah. this is my folk version of um, The Dictators, and, and Andy Chernoff is my neighbor now in Greenpoint. Oh, wow. The guy who wrote this song, Funny. The Dictators. Comes so it does. And we, doesn't we go to each other's barbecues there. and things like that. Oh, cool. That's awesome. Okay, so um, a little tribute to him. This is our tribute to the dictators, and here we go. Everybody should pick up a guitar. It's the American way. You can play your part, play it from your heart. Soon, you'll be the local rage. Soon. 
You'll be up on the stage singing I stand tall When I turn on my TV Faithfully every night I'm so proud to say I was born and raised here Where the streets are paved Here in the USA Singing I stand tall I stand proud of what I am I stand tall Circle the globe if you think you find a better land. Lots of movie stars if you're a movie star fan. Lots of pizza, the ice cold coke, Johnny Carson telling jokes, and lots and lots of American good, good girls. I stand proud of what I am I stand tall Dictators. All right. Dictators, the, the Bob Dylan version of the Dictators. <laughs> listen to the words. You ever listen the to, uh, listen to the words yeah, yeah. the Dictators have written for you? You listen to Manitoba's radio show? Oh, sure. Yeah. Sure, that's absolutely. A, yeah, that's cool it's stuff. It's a great right. show. Well, it used to be on He's in the middle of the day. Well, I used to get it on the satellite you know, radio. Yeah. Well, no, no, I still do. I think he's still, yeah, he's but still on But now with there. the economy, you had to cut out the satellite. No, 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 I'm, oh, I'm okay. still on okay. it. <laughs> 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 no, it's, you know, the Underground Garage is you know, such great. Manito- a great Manitoba show, yeah. show on there yeah. is, is great. Yeah. Um, all right, well, we're going to wrap up uh, this portion of our podcast. Do we know this what number portion. this was? This is 36, right? Oh, well, man, I didn't even, yeah. <clears throat> this is episode number 36. You didn't introduce crime. it correctly. I did not. So ah, what we're going to do is kind of. Say goodbye for now. Okay. And then we're going to come back well, and do some bonus tracks, and those guys will hear that later on. Well, thanks for having us. No, thanks yeah, for uh, coming Thank in. Thank you. And let's, let's mention a couple of the places that you guys... Uh, and I know we went all over the place here. put my goggles on. That's good. Anytime you're back in town, you want to just hang out and get shit off your chest, come back in. You know, yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, so, Kevin, you will be at you will be doing uh, Kevin Kinney's Truck Stop, which you did for many years in New York City. Right. Correct? And um, you're going to be mm. doing me, a version of that. It's me and Anton Fear and Tim. 
doing uh, songs. Okay. And the Madison Square Gardeners, and then some local Atlanta folks, David Franklin and um, Tommy Christian, I think, is coming, maybe, right? And Will Rogers, a classic Will Rogers. And okay. Abby Owens? From, um, at Porter. What's, what's his last name? Chris Porter. Chris Porter. Back Row Baptist. Yeah, Back Row okay. Baptist. He's coming. They're going to be a future guest, guest of ours. And uh, we're trying to get Dave Johnson to do a couple songs, but we're not pushing. Dave. You never know. Could be a hug in it for you. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> So that's going to be at the Dark Horse on Tuesday and it night, might be a right? Dark Horse hug, which is really nice. <laughs> mm, or ten, yes. ten High. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's Ten High. Oh, it's called the Ten High now, right? Yeah. That's but, the basement. Yeah. The basement over there. And, um, and like then you're years. also doing it at, on Wednesday night at Hummingbird, at the Hummingbird in Macon, Georgia. Yes. Okay. And then Tim and Dave, you guys are going to be playing at Caledonia in Athens, correct? On Thursday, Thursday night. Thursday with Backrow yeah. Baptist. Oh, okay. Backrow Baptist. Okay, cool. Cool. Well, and then, we'll well, then this weekend is uh, Isle of Palms, right? Isle of Palms, their the big Heap. rock show. Right, yeah, cool. Heap and the Madison Square Gardeners will be opening us for us. Hey, there we're too. international here, man. So there might so, be yeah. people out in Charleston. Definitely. All right, and I'll out. tell you, that's a great place to go see you guys. It's yeah. a good room well, to see any band. It's, uh, a, it's a cool. It's a good, yeah, it's just a good room yeah. to see anybody. Yeah, definitely. So go check them out. Well, thanks again, once again, Kevin, Tim, right. and Dave. From driving and crying, and Ken Green for getting this all set up for Thank us. Thank you. Thank and, you. Uh, well, let's do sponsorships real quick. Sponsorships, Just real quick. Yes. Uh, Sangfroid Web Design. Yes, Sangfroid. Uh, that uh, website is our, on our website for all your website design yes. and everything else needs is on there. I'm not going to do the full commercial, but absolutely. Sangfroid Web Design and Soundwave merch and Soundwave merch, which we have some wonderful Soundwave merch merchandise here. Some Two Faces Radio t-shirts, which are available. High quality. High quality. And we've got some for the band that we're going to be giving you guys. And uh, hopefully you guys can uh, promote us sometime at a show or something. Throw the shirt on or whatever. Um, And uh, Soundwave merch is... uh, is a great lo- is a great place to go for your band merchandise because they they do everything in house so you don't have to order a whole big bunch of shit you know and pay in advance you, you can know buy you ten can just shirts kinda, at a time ten shirts at a time you can just go online get your little store set up and then people can go and buy one shirt at a time so it's great get your two faces radio t shirts there as well so for Brian McClenning over there Ira Malkin across from me Timoteo Butler is back there even though we haven't heard yeah so we much haven't from heard him from today. Tim Butler but that's all right. Third face is back there. He'll be back in a future episode. Yes, absolutely. Ken Green, thanks again for having the guys in. Big thanks. And what we always like to say here is... Save Save it for for the the show. show.